Hey folks, you know what? A small regret is slouching in the dentist chair thinking I should have brushed and flossed better. A big health regret is listening to your doctor and thinking I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. I have that regret a lot. Better health today and when it matters most is why I take Field of Greens. Field of Greens is unlike any fruit and vegetable or green product. Field of Greens isn't watered down extracts. Field of Greens is an organic superfood. It's whole fruits and vegetables. Each fruit and vegetable was selected by doctors to support vital body functions like heart, liver, kidneys, metabolism, and of course, your immune system. And only Field of Greens is backed by a better health promise. At your next checkup, your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Don't look back and say, I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. Field of Greens is a key to better health today, right now, and when it matters most. Let's get you started with 15% off and free shipping. All you got to do is visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS at checkout. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where we are covering many different things today. A lot of breaking news, a lot of interesting things. Uh, my favorite headlines of the day, Joe Biden. I uh, couldn't remember that Kamala Harris's title. He called her president, not vice president. That's getting a lot of attention. Um, it was at an event where they were talking about vaccine distribution and the early successes of getting vaccines to Americans. But um, our enemies in the world, uh, including Vladimir Putin, jumped on it right away. Vladimir Putin was challenging Joe Biden to a debate, sort of suggesting that Joe Biden couldn't hold his own on the world stage with someone like Vladimir Putin. So that's one moment that I think is very important. A second moment that really caught my attention overnight is what has been going on in Alaska, where Secretary of State Blinken uh, had a conversation, a diplomatic session with the Chinese that went bad, very bad. The reason why is heading into the diplomatic session, Blinken uh, said several things that offended the Chinese, including saying he was keeping open the possibility of uh, not sending Americans to the uh, 2022 Olympics in China. And that set off a quite a round of contentious, almost ugly uh back and forth between the United States and China, which made any opportunity for progress at the meeting null and void, big loss. Um, the Chinese really dressed down our Secretary of State, forcing uh, the Biden administration to afterwards go out to the media and try to spin back. But what was supposed to be a table-setting opportunity for China and the United States instead um, broke into uh, a, a verbal wrestling match that I, I think is further indicative of the potential troubles that the Biden administration faces with China, where not that long ago, Hunter Biden was trying to make money off the Chinese-U.S. relationship. Um, very important, troubling, difficult moments on the world stage the last few days. Uh, as you know, we had Congressman Brian Stile here yesterday talking about the uh, the uh, the very important issue of whether we're signaling to Iran that uh, it's okay for South Korea to violate the sanctions and give them a billion dollars so that they can get a seized ship oil tanker back. All of these things are, are big, important issues, and uh, the world is turbulent. The Biden administration is now firmly in charge, 
and you're beginning to see how our enemies, our frenemies, our antagonists are beginning to deal with us and um, we got to sort this out. So I decided who better to do this than Fred Flights, the former CIA analyst, the former House Intelligence Committee staffer, the former chief of staff to the National Security Advisor and the National Security Council, a lifelong career intelligence officer, a lot of wisdom, a lot of experience, a lot of world stage intelligence analysis to walk us through that. So in a couple seconds, we're going to bring Fred on the show. A lot to learn from him, a lot to remember as we head into the uh, weekend that uh, the Biden administration's foreign policy is taking shape and the world is taking note and it appears the world is responding. It'll be very interesting to see just how the Biden administration navigates these choppy waters. And Fred's here to talk about that. I think one of the most important things I want to talk to Fred about is his new article where he takes on the new assessment um, by the intelligence community about Russia meddling in the 2020 election. He has some harsh words for the analysis, the trade craft of intelligence work in this report. He's a guy who did it for a living. Uh, we're going to talk to him about that as well. All right, let's go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, the one and only Fred Flights, true intelligence expert, true decorated intelligence expert in America, joining us right after the commercial break. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer, a beach bum summer, or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And as promised, a very special guest. We've had him on this show before. You loved him. We got to bring him back on. So joining us right now is the former chief of staff to the National Security Council, one of the really true experts on U.S. intelligence. Fred Flights is joining us. Fred, welcome back. Hey, John, good to be here. I was reading uh, a couple days ago, and all of a sudden this headline came along, and once I saw your byline, I knew we had to talk. So you wrote, uh, I think, a really uh, important piece for the Federalist a couple days ago. U.S. intelligence just released another rigged report on Russian election meddling, this time in 2020. What a headline. What a piece. What inspired you to write this? Well, let me first say I'm writing this as a former CIA analyst right. and as a former member of the House Intelligence Committee staff. So once again, there's an intelligence community assessment that comes out and says that the Russians tried to help Trump win. Now, it also said that China and Iran made some minor efforts to help Trump lose. But the focus was it, it's the Russians. And it's hard to believe this, as you and I have discussed, because the last time the intelligence community did this in January 2017, the analysis was frankly rigged. It didn't follow the rules. There was no dissent. The analysts were handpicked probably by John Brennan. And there's actually information that they suppressed information that they the did. Russians wanted Hillary to win. Now, this one, I think, has even less credibility because in January of this year, the intelligence community analysis ombudsman came out with a report that said that intelligence community China analysts were holding back their analysis 
on Chinese meddling in the election because they didn't like President Trump. And they didn't want to put forward anything that would help his policies. And they did not want to distract from the narrative that Russia meddled in the election. Wow. So you look this at is an this official government report. official, right? This is, a, this is we have this person this, here this, specifically for this reason. That's right. And I cited that in my and, and I noted in my report, there actually was a, a, a so-called minority view right. at the end of this new report. Right. It kind was of an a very short, hev- heavily ca- caveated paragraph that they clearly included because they had to, because right. of the ombudsman report. They don't refer to the ombudsman report. Nope. They don't mention that there apparently are a sizable number of intelligence analysts who cover China who did not want to call this fair and square. So we just can't believe this report. Unreal. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. And um, I want to wind back to 2016 because I, um, every time I get a new document, I'm reminded about just how flaw, flawed the ICA was, the Intelligence Committee Assessment of January 5th, January 5th and 6th of 2017 that said it, the, the uh, Intelligence Community had uh, set, uh, concluded with confidence that um, the uh, Russia's intent was not only to meddle in the election, but to help Donald Trump win and Hillary Clinton lose. And now we go back and we see the things that we've learned, right? Declassified documents last fall show us that the CIA and FBI jointly determined that the Russians were feeding uh, Christopher Steele, knowing that he was working for Hillary Clinton, dirt on Donald Trump, disinformation to dirty him up. If you're trying to help Donald Trump win the election. Why would you help Hillary Clinton dirty him up? As a CIA analyst, if that came to you in the days when you were doing this work, what would that tell you about the conclusion the ICA had made? Well, I, it's interesting that that was those are what you might call inconvenient facts. There was a <laughs> yeah. predetermined outcome for yeah. this analysis. They suppressed that. And, and look, your investigation, I've learned more about this from you than I think from my own work. So I give you a lot of credit oh, for your investigation you in this matter. And you have all these sources. I thought I had good sources. But we, we know, we know it, it's basically been established right now, although the media won't admit it. There was intelligence that was suppressed that said the Russians wanted Hillary to win. Right. There was bad intelligence that the intelligence, that intelligence analysts did not want to include that said the Russians wanted Trump to win. And Brennan oppressed the Hillary intel, mm. and he forced them to include the intelligence critical of Trump. And I've written about this, and it's in this House Intelligence Committee report, which unfortunately has not been released. And, and given that history and what you just said, the, the intelligence community does not have any credibility to be writing analysis on presidential elections. That's that's a powerful statement. And what does that say for us? I mean, I've pondered this for a long time now. And, and the question I have in my mind is, is this a temporary blip in the intelligence community, which is Donald Trump drove everybody crazy. And so we had four or five years where even the people that were nonpartisan for the last 40 years got got crazy and it's going to get better. But Donald Trump's been gone two months now. This is really a Biden administration product because it was released under Joe Biden. Is this a permanent corrupting, permanent politicalization of the intelligence community? Or do you think it gets yanked back the further that Donald Trump's presidency is in our rearview mirror? A politicization of intelligence and the left with tilt has been a problem for a while. The, the refusal of intelligence agencies to tolerate dissent. 
I was on the House Intelligence Committee in the 2000s, and an intelligence official came up to me and scolded me as a former analyst for not sticking with their line on Iran's nuclear program. So I said to him, well, look, I call him like a scene, and if you're saying that to me as a former analyst, what are you saying to your current analysts about calling things objectively? We need to have a new Republican administration, hopefully under President Trump, who clean up our intelligence agents. I think it can be done. And I think Trump will be the first one to admit that on staffing, he made some mistakes. Sure. He didn't put, he, he kept Gina Haspel in place. He knows that was a mistake. He named Dan Coates to be director of national intelligence. He knows that was a mistake. I think it's important that from day one, there be Republican officials in these agencies that clean them up and force the analysts and other officials to do their job and keep politics out of their work. And unfortunately, that did not happen during the Trump administration. Yeah, no, it didn't. And it's uh, it's deeply uh, troubling that we see these products now. We, we can go back to the 26th or January 2017 uh, IC, and we can literally debunk it, debunk it because now after four years, we've been able to force the declassification of the documents. It will take us another four years to pull out of this report all of the misinformation. But we're lucky on a couple of things. And I want to ask you about this because I'm in possession of these documents. I got them through FOIA and through other you know, uh, sources, all American, so there's no Russians giving me documents here. Uh, <laughs> the, the Robert Mueller investigation found extensive evidence that Konstantin Kalimnik, a man who in this current intelligence assessment is identified as uh, being assessed as uh, having ties to Russian intelligence, that um, show that he was routinely working with the Obama State Department. I mean, on a daily basis, he had handlers. In fact, the State Department officials in their documents in 2013, 2014, 2015 are calling Kalimnik a valuable source. That's an actual word from the State Department documents we got under FOIA. How does it happen that we believe this guy is a Russian intelligence-connected person, and the State Department's never warned and say, hey, stay away from this guy, he's trouble. Does that call into question the current assessment when you realize the State Department was never flagged to stay away from this guy? I, I don't think there, there was dishonesty and manipulation across the board on this matter. Anything that would undermine the narrative that the Russians meddled in the election to help Trump uh, was disregarded, and they they seized upon information that I think most experts knew was of dubious credibility, such mm. as the Steele dossier. Right. And, you know, when, when reports came out that it wasn't credible, when you went on TV to talk about it, when others talked about it, it didn't matter because the whole purpose of the left, and I'm afraid of most intelligence officers, was to get Trump, to discredit Trump. And it's just like they ignored the uh, Hunter Biden laptop. Inconvenient facts, John. They, the, the left will not be honest when it comes to Trump. Just, they just were out to get him and to ruin his presidency. It is, it is remarkable. And, uh, and it, it, it took all these institutions that traditionally had tried to stay above politics. And there was always a little politics in the FBI. There was a little politics in the CIA. But generally, when it came to official assessments that affect foreign policy and foreign judgment, uh, these agencies had stayed above politics. And now you go back and you look at the text messages and the, um, the email exchanges and you realize there was a, a giant, it isn't just a small cabal, it's a giant cabal of people at the top of these agencies that are engaged in politics. And uh, I don't know what it means for the future of making good decisions on military deployments, foreign policy. If a president can't trust that what they're getting is an honest assessment, 
where do we go? I mean, what if what if there isn't another Donald Trump presidency? What can be done even during the Biden years in Congress to try to force uh, a better discipline in the analysis? Because these analysis are clearly uh, om- omitting some of the most important information that would allow the American people to make a good judgment. I'm afraid there's there's not much that we can do as long as the White House is controlled by the Democrats. Now, maybe if the Republicans took control of both houses of Congress, they could try to pass legislation on this. But look, the president has enormous latitude in in managing the intelligence community. And uh, the only thing, and you probably won't agree with me on this, I actually think Bill Burns is a good choice to be CIA director. Actually, I've known Bill Burns, and I I think he's a very talented, and he takes the the, the practice of intelligence gathering and foreign diplomacy very seriously. I I I don't disagree at all with you. Yeah. He's been subject to some unfair criticism because the think tank he works with takes Chinese money. Right. All liberal think tanks take Chinese yeah. money. I don't think he's been corrupted by China. I think Burns is a fair man, and he may stand up to this to a point. But frankly, the administration doesn't want objective intelligence. They want to stack the deck to have the intelligence community produce material mm. that promotes Biden policies. Wow. The only ray of hope is that I'm not sure – that Burns will go along with this, but I, I don't think there's a lot he can do to stop. Yeah. I mean, so much happens so f- much further down in the bowels of these agencies that a director oftentimes is blinded. You can't even see what's going on because you're busy. You're doing the big stuff. Um, I agree with that. I think Bill Burns, I, I thought Blinken on the stage the last few days also has um, reflected a, an approach to China that is much closer to, to Donald Trump than the Joe Biden of 2017 and 18, which tells me that Donald Trump's presidency not only changed Republican thought on China, uh, it, it changed Democratic thought on China. Uh, you know, Joe Biden was telling us as late as 17, 18, China's no threat. They're a friend of ours. And now they're talking like China is a thing. Were you surprised by the conduct and how things kind of played out in Alaska the last couple of days with the Chinese diplomatic session? I, I think it was one of the most incompetent displays I've ever seen by an American diplomat. It was crazy. Insulting the Chinese just before the talks begin, before right. the cameras, causing them to lose face. I, I, I just thought this is amateur hour. Mm. Donald Trump knew how to deal with heads of state of our enemies. Yeah. And, and these guys, I think they were just virtue signaling before the lapdog American media. Uh, it, it was a serious mistake. And uh, it set back our policies, and it made them look in that because they weren't ready for the counterattack. That's right by, by Chinese officials. We were stunned by it. We were scrambling afterwards. We had you know, of course, if you poke them, of course they're going to poke you back. <laughs> it's China. I mean, we gave them an opportunity yeah. to dress down the Secretary of State and that security advisor yeah. in front of the international press. Yeah, what a, what a disaster. Yeah, no, it, it it really struck me, and it's interesting that sentiment wise that Tony Blinken's trying to signal he's going to be tough on. China, but you don't use that moment. I mean, I think that's the big lesson, right? It's good that maybe you're getting tougher on China and you even suggest we'll skip the Olympics or something. That's something that Donald Trump, I think, would have said away from a diplomatic uh, moment. But you don't do it in that moment because you ruin the whole opportunity. As people told me today, you ruin the whole opportunity to make any progress at that event um, when, when that happens. How, what, how do we pick up the pieces here? I mean, this is we've got two things going on, right? We got Russia mad. We got Vladimir Putin throwing uh, his um, barbs at Joe Biden, and then we've got China really in a position where we've got some damage control or or renegotiation to do. If you're in the in, uh, CIA or if you're in the NSC at this time, what advice would you give a president to get out of the mess we just got into? 
I think the president needs a new secretary of state, someone with gravitas, maybe Chris Coons, maybe uh, Joe Lieberman, someone who, who, who is a liberal and a Democrat, but has gravitas and is knowledgeable. Wow. He's not just a staff aide or a, a, right. an Obama retread. Someone with deep thoughts. There's just no one like that in this administration. I mean, the president can't even remember the name of the secretary of defense, which isn't an accident because most people can't remember his name. I think he's a good man. <laughs> right. But I mean, where where are the Donald Rumsfeld and Colin Powell's and, and Condoleezza Rice's and Jim Baker's? I didn't agree with all of them. Right. But they were men and women of stature. Yeah. When when they went to an international meeting, foreigners took notice. When Tony Blinken goes somewhere, people are thinking, what the hell is this? Yeah. It is, it's a really remarkable few days that I think don't bode well for the next few months. We're in a turbulent world. Our enemies are getting stronger. Certainly China is, is in growing in influence and in aggression. Russia, you know, is probably just a, uh, a third world country with a lot of gas, but they have a big military. And you wonder whether this administration uh, can navigate that. Um, what are the next big things that in the intelligence community, the foreign policy community, America needs to keep its eye on? I think China is the biggest threat. I'm worried that they're going to get more aggressive when they sense weakness. And I think big, big concessions to Iran are coming to get the U.S. back on the nuclear deal. Well, there we go. Iran, China, two big ones to keep our eye on. Fred, thanks very much for joining us today. Folks, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and then we will wrap things up for the day. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. All right, folks, this wraps up another week of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Justin News. I hope you enjoyed. We've brought an eclectic group of guests in, a lot to dig into, whether it's foreign policy, Iran, China, Russia, whether it is the travails of Andrew Cuomo and other Democratic governors, um, the Michigan nursing home scandal. Uh, also, uh, I think, a really important look at months after Donald Trump's challenges ended to the election, the fact that the courts are beginning to publicly acknowledge, yes, there were some irregularities, there were some illegalities that occurred in the 2020 election. Um, we we got to keep an eye on that. Watch that. Phil Klein gave us a great overview of what's to come in that. I really feel lucky. Like we've had a very important week of really 
surfing across some of the most important journalism we've committed, some of the most important issues, foreign policy, national security, election integrity, congressional uh, oversight, uh, all on this show. Next week, we're going to have to work hard to top that to get you more news, break some more news. I think we'll have some. So stay tuned. Buckle your seatbelt. We're going to have a, a fruitful weekend, I think. All right. Uh, until then, I have an idea for you. It's starting to feel like spring outside sometimes. Sometimes it's cold still. But, uh, you know, I'm getting that hankering that spring and summer right around the corner that it won't be long now before it's time to fire up the grill on a daily basis and open up the barbecue. And I've got just the idea for you. It is my good friends at Kansas City Steaks where I buy all my meats. I love them. I think they're fantastic. They are uh, top-notch. You get the best steaks, the best chicken, the best seafood, the best sides. Um, there isn't anything on their menu that you can't pull out of your freezer on short notice, throw on the grill, and all of a sudden you're the steakhouse. Your home is the steakhouse. You bring your neighbors over, pop your masks off because you got your shots. You're going to have a fun weekend of uh, grilling out. So remember, they've got a special deal. Just because you're a Just the News fan and you listen to this important podcast, John Solomon reports, we're so grateful. You go to uh, uh, KansasCitySteaks.com. You pick out your favorite meats, your favorite combos. You'll be hungry doing it. You're going to start wanting to put it on the grill the second it arrives in the mail. And you go to checkout and you're in the box. You put Just News, all one word, J-U-S-T-N-E-W-S, no the, no space. Just News in the box. You get 10% off and free shipping. It is one heck of a bargain. You can't get a better deal anywhere. Uh, use that. Um, when you do that, you're going to fill up your freezer. You're going to have many opportunities. You're on short notice, you don't feel like running to the grocery store. Don't worry. Your Kansas City steaks are already in the freezer. You pop them out. They're sizzling in a few minutes. You're eating in a half hour. That is uh, something worth having in your quiver, your barbecue, grilling, uh plans this spring and summer so please if you do it you're also supporting just the news because you're supporting one of our great advertisers one of our great sponsors so get ready for spring get ready for barbecuing make some room in your freezer and go to kansascitysteaks.com right now pick out your favorite stuff put in just news in the checkout box and you'll be happy with a 10 percent discount free shipping and a freezer full of the best meats you've ever imagined. I'm doing it again this week, and my supply is getting low. So I talked to Judy, and it's time to refill the freezer. We'll be doing it. You should, too. And when you do, you're saying thank you to a very valuable sponsor, someone who supports this show and makes what we do at Just the News possible. All right, folks, we're going to go to into the weekend. May God bless you. May God bless this great country, as he always has, the United States of America. Hug your loved ones. Have some fun this weekend. Get ready for spring. Maybe have a steak from Kansas City Steaks. We'll be back on Monday with a whole bunch more breaking news.